Hello, welcome to episode 8 of the podcast. I'm Ben Maudsley and I am, of course, joined by the one and only Dave Wetnell. Hello. Hello, how are you? Yes, I'm okay. We've been away for a while, haven't we? Yeah, I must apologise, actually. We meant to record it like two weeks ago, but Dave was on holiday. I was. I'm not committed. I think uh, the listeners will be wondering as well, um, did you cop off? Uh, no. <laughs> Was it it wasn't that kind of holiday. Oh. It wasn't an 1830. <laughs> Go to uh, Magaluf. Was, was it a good holiday? Yeah, it's good. Okay, cool. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, after the last podcast, hmm. I decided to promote it a bit. And I oh, posted yeah. on bit the... Bit of PR. Uh, bit of PR, and I posted on the Snooker Island forum. Just like a link to the yeah. podcast. Received mixed reviews. Mixed reviews. Can you read out some of them? Okay, so we've got two reviews. It's <sighs> a mixed bag. Who's the first guy? The first one is a user who calls himself Pool Boy. Pool Boy. Um, and he says, what a lot of patronising garbage. I got to eight minutes and that was enough. Probably my bottom three worst podcasts. But I mean, he <laughs> is a pool boy. So yeah. he's going to be into pool. Why listen to a snooker podcast? It's funny that he said it's it was... It's not for you. It's funny that he said it was patronising, I think. Do, do you think he felt patronised? Possibly. Do you think, in all seriousness, he probably wanted, like, in-depth, like, match analysis and we're just a couple of ninnies spouting a load of rubbish? <laughs> um, possibly. I think we should go on to the next comment because, you know, like you say, it was a mixed bag. And the next comment by Dan Cat, who sounds like a cool cat, uh, he says, Silly, irreverent and fun. Like it. <laughs> oh, um, thanks, thanks for that, Dan Cat. Um, but I think, yeah, I think you should remember that you can't please everybody. And that, think, you've got 50% success rate there. Yeah. I think there's nothing worse than actual proper like analysis of a snooker, say, a snooker match. Like, got in, made a 1 4 1, and then put it a is quite, It's quite dull, isn't it? There's just no point in it. Yeah. Because I if think you, if you've watched it, you, you don't, don't need watch. someone else telling you what happened. And if you haven't watched it, then you just want to know the score at the yeah. end. Who so, won? That's why we give a, a brief synopsis of the we, tournament. We fly through it. So, should we talk about some of the tournaments? Yes, please. There's quite a lot on at the moment. Well, we since we last did a podcast, there's been, what, four, four tournaments? One on at the moment, yeah. the International Championship. Yeah, so it's been um, busy. First up was the Shanghai Masters. Yes. Which I didn't really watch much apart from the final. Mm. And the final was at Ding Selby, which was a bit of a rerun of the World Championship yes. finals. And Ding came out on top. Uh, quite an emotional win yeah, for him. I saw that. He got. He did get pretty emotional, didn't he? Yeah, but we hadn't won a tournament for like over two years. Yeah, dropped out of the top sixteen. And to win it, in, win one in China, like. But he's right back on form now. Yeah, him and I think Judd are the this season. They're just absolutely smashing it. Yeah, they're the two two top players. Two to beat, maybe Selby as well. Yeah, but um, they're looking really, really good. Right, my name's Judd. I'm playing really well. Playing very well at the moment. Beat Ronnie O'Sullivan. Got beaten by Langwen Boo. <laughs> Right, Judtram, I'm from Bristol, but I'm not Banksy, all right? I love shoes and I love cars and I love snooker. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Judtram, I'm from Bristol and I, I love shoes and I love cars and I love snooker. Because I, I play it. snooker to get the money to buy the cars and the shoes. And I like to wear, instead of a proper bow tie, I like to wear one of those things that's just like two ribbons stuck down on my on my chest. <laughs> was the next tournament European Masters was after that yes and that was brilliant I really enjoyed that I watched yeah. loads of it and the venue was there good as well where was it? Romania oh yeah yeah. yeah. Um, it was just quality throughout mm. and the final was Judd versus O'Sullivan so that was amazing yeah and uh, Judd 
as I said, he just looks so focused, so confident, and he, you know, looks like he's enjoying it. At the yeah, moment, yeah, doesn't he? Looks like he won comfortably. And on the other hand, Ronnie just looks like he's going through the motions. Yeah. Um, and he said, I think in in interviews that he doesn't feel like he can compete with the top players. But even I mean, saying that going through the motions, still got to the final. So this is it. Although he was beaten in the final, I mean, I, I feel like he just needs uh, like a. Like a BBC, one of the top three tournaments, just to focus his mind. Yeah, a bit. and you could, you, you never count him out, can you? No, no. But um, uh, we'll come on to some of the other tournaments a bit later on in the podcast. Okay, what are we going to do now? Uh, well, I wanted to speak about um, CJ Demui. Now you've got a, a bit of an obsession with old CJ. Not really, but Did you see, he's been they've they've let him off. This is what I want to talk about. He's, yeah. It's been in the news. Uh, he wrote in his autobiography about how when he was living on the streets of Amsterdam as a rent boy, he was um, mugged at knife point, yeah. punched the guy, and threw him in the canal. As you do. And there was like an international arrest warrant put out for him. Yeah. Um, I don't think anything's actually come of it. Well, the, what happened this week was the judge has thrown yeah, that yeah. out and said, yeah, yeah. just because he wrote it in a book doesn't mean yeah, it's yeah. true. But it, it triggered a memory of um, during the World Championships a few years back in the interval, they did a snooker eggheads. Oh, yeah. and I, I, That is the, exactly the kind of thing that you would remember yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. Like a, a five-minute sort of throwaway yeah. segment that the BBC did to fill some time. You've been... Dwelling on that for the last six years. Well, I couldn't find it on YouTube, so I t- surprise, surprise. <laughs> I tweeted CJ, yeah, and just said, "Is you know, can I get hold of this?" Yeah. And uh, it wasn't him who replied; it was one of his aides. Um, he's got aides. He's got aides. <laughs> he hasn't got aides. He's got helpers and assistants. Uh, that's what you get if you're a rent boy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, what was I on about? Uh, you tweeted him. Yes, I tweeted him, and um, so one of his assistants. Uh, said, yeah, he's got DVD copies. <laughs> Can Brilliant. you believe it? And he uh, mailed me one in the post. Amazing. So I'm going to show you some clips of it. So basically, um, it's it's CJ versus all the commentators. The, com- okay. the commentators can choose their topic, so anything. Yeah. And CJ's topic is always snooker. Is he into snooker? Yeah, yeah, he's massively into snooker. Oh, is he? He's a big okay. snooker fan. Yeah. So basically, um, so yeah, it's a quiz. Um, I mean, CJ battles them all. Yeah. And then throws them in a canal. <laughs> <laughs> but he does really well, like he beats everyone. Yeah. Um, so this is Willie Fawn's little bit, and his topic was Leicester. Leicester, have a club in Leicester. Have a little listen to this. You know you can't win, but you can still <laughs> beat the Griff. Because he only got five out of ten, so you've got something to I've go for. I've got to get all five. Okay. Okay. Sure. Right. Question six. What's the name of the Leicester Tigers' home ground? Well, it's it's at Welford Road, but um. I'll do. Don't go <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Don't worry, son. I'm back. <laughs> In which year was Leicester named as European City of Sport? Obviously, when I was involved at the top level, I should imagine. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> When was that? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't really know, but I'm going to think it's obviously middle 90s, I would think. I would think 94, 95. 2008. Is that like. Close. Yeah. Do you retire? Do you retire? Do you retire? Do you retire? Please. Obviously, Willie was a bit peeved that he did quite badly. Yeah. And uh, then CJ had a bad round. And listen, Willie puts the boot in. Listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Question number nine. Name the Welshman who reached his only crucible semi final in nineteen ninety four. No idea. Darren Morgan. Which former winner of Pot Black was runner up to Ray Reardon in the nineteen seventy four World Championships played at Bellevue, Manchester? Eddie Charlton. Incorrect. Graham Myers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. Come on, DT, the door's oh, open, so It's collapsed like a cheap tent. Come on, DT. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't know, look around, we will. Nice one, Willie. Sticking the boot in. That's it. So it's quite quite funny. Collapse like a cheap tent. I might put the whole thing up on our on our YouTube channel. Possibly, yeah, because it's quite funny. I think yeah. Um, Will CJ let you do that? Or he uh, I don't. He want pain? I don't know. Well, maybe I won't. I'll speak to him first. Um, it's quite funny because obviously the commentator wanted to win. Hmm. Terry um, got up, and uh, John John Power goes to him. Um, Terry, for the first time ever, I'm going to say, take your time. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, when you got sent that DVD, though, that wasn't all you got, was it? You there were some extras on there. A few which extras. I'm going to save that for the next episode. And there's some funny extras on there. Yeah, but I don't think we've got time in this episode. Okay, so give some something to the listeners to look forward. If you're to. into CJ Demui, I'm into him in a big way. Listen to the next podcast. Did you ever used to watch Eggheads? I have seen Eggheads, but I think unlike you, who works from home, I'm not always in. I don't have regular daytime viewing patterns like you do. I mean, you watch The Chase and Pointless and all those sort of daytime quiz shows. Yes. So, yeah, the the Home Nation series, so it was the English Open. Mm. It's absolutely great. It was a great tournament. Mm. Um, I mean, it took a while to get going because it was the 128 flat draw. Which oh, yeah. I think they need to stop doing that and just take like thirty-two to the to the venue, but it you know it gradually built and it was a really good in the end. I think Lang Wenbo stole the show, mm. um, and he was just fantastic. Lang Wenbo stole the show, and it was Lang Wenbo versus Judd Trump in the final, and I think everyone thought Judd was going to do it, but mm. um, Lang Wenbo he, he was just you know flying. He kept the lid on it until till the, the end, end. and then he was jumping about like a frog. He hadn't even won himself. yet after every pot, yeah. getting towards the finishing line. It's just brilliant to watch. He's so animated, and yeah. he's just a great player to watch. I I do really like watching yeah, him. Yeah. He wasn't slapping his face or anything. But no. Come on! I don't really know it. <laughs> Languembo, Languembo, Languembo selector. <laughs> but he's just great. Um, I mean, it was a good tournament. A lot of the Ch- younger Chinese players started to show in a bit of form. Yeah. Um, so that was good to see as well. So there was some interesting points. Um, and also, Lang Wen Bowie, uh, after that. Lang Wen Bowie? <laughs> Lang Wen, he, he, is that, is, that should be his nickname. The Starman, Ziggy. Lang Wen Bowie. Lang Wen Bowie. Yeah, maybe. Was, was. Um, he jumped up to 12th in the rankings. Did he? Mm, which was good. Um, because that slot from sort of 16 to 32, 32 is mm. is like tighter than Stephen Lee's purse strings. <laughs> so if, you, if you're if in that area and you, you win a tournament, you can jump yeah. into the top 16. Mm. Um, 
I mean, looking at the rankings now, we can't really do top of the pot because it's changing so often yeah, at the yeah. moment. But um, uh, Ricky Walden's dropped out of it. Dropped out of the top so I think he's like 17. Uh, Mark Williams is 16, so he could, mm. he could fall down. So it's changing all the time. What's the cutoff for the Masters? Um, the cutoff will be after the UK Championship, I think. Um, yeah, so it'll, I mean, it'll all change around by then, I imagine. But yeah, I think it's good though the way it's you know after after every tournament it'll change mm. and obviously uh, top seed team will be seeded into some tournaments so mm. it makes it a bit more exciting. Yeah. Um, also, did you see um, Ryan Day after his match came into the studio and uh, Andy Goldstein said, "Ooh, not very good standard that was it," and he was like really pissed off. <laughs> oh, what you want about? <laughs> yeah. Really, really good. <laughs> oh, it's really good that. Wasn't yeah, I mean, if you were, if you had just come out of a match and did the commentator, it was like, oh, shit, wasn't it? Well, I think Ryan Day genuinely thought it was a decent stand. Yeah. Maybe they weren't like You would be pissed off, though, because, well, like... You be. you, will you go out there and play better? I think you're presenting some bit of shit. Poor stand. Very poor. I would agree with you. I think he's okay, Andy Goldstein. He's, like, he knows about snooker. Yeah. And, like, the other guy, I can't remember his name, who did the first start of the tournament. Don't know. Yeah, I didn't watch any of it. He's not so good. He's not, he's not so good. <laughs> he's not feeling very well. You can tell he doesn't really know much about snooker. Or care. But they were absolutely obsessed with the um, million pound prize. So everyone who came into the studio, it was like, who, who's going to So this million, million pound prize is if you win all four yeah, yeah. of the home nations. So obviously Wembo's the only guy who could do it now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, It's not going to happen. No. But they were just obsessed with it. It was a talking point at every interview. Everyone who came into the studio, who's going to be the millionaire? Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> um, Chris Tarrant. But it got me thinking another little uh, memory. Oh, yeah. Um, of who wants to be a millionaire. I remember watching it with my family once. Yeah. And um, this guy completely messed up his phone a friend, and we were just on the floor laughing. Yeah. I was like, I've got to find this clip. It's so funny. <laughs> and I've spent ages on YouTube trying to find it. Yeah. That's how I spend my afternoons. <laughs> But I, I finally found it, and I thought okay. I want to play it on the podcast because yeah, it's funny and it's a quiz show special. Okay, this episode. So <laughs> have a listen to this. So basically, you know, when you do your phone a friend, yeah, you've got to do it really quickly because you've got thirty seconds. You've got thirty seconds. You got to say it really quickly, and then the other guy's got a bit of time to sort to of roll it yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. So listen now, listen now, he messes it up. He's on sixteen thousand pounds, but this question is worth thirty-two thousand pounds to him. Okay. All right, mate. Fingers crossed. The next voice here will be Collins. Okay. I tell you the question. There are four possible answers. One of those, the right answer. Is worth thirty-two thousand. All right, mate. Okay, Colin. Thirty seconds. Good luck. Your time starts now. Peter, which of these words means wickedness? Wickedness. Wickedness. Go on. Uh, topography. T o p o g r r a p h y. Turbitude. T u r p i t u d e. Torpidity. T o r p i d i t y. Or a turbichuan, T-E-R-P-S-I-C-H-O-R-E-A-N. What's the second one? T-U-R-P-I-T-U-D-E. <laughs> oh. 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 It's, uh... oh. it's amazing what you get done in 30 seconds. That's fantastic. <laughs> How funny is that? Oh. Just what spe- an idiot. Spelling out every He doesn't deserve £32,000. No. I just remember we watched we, that. <laughs> it was his voice as well. Ah, Peter. What is it? Turpito. T-U-R-P-E-D-Y. What B. Topography. T-O-P-O-G-O-G-R-I-Y. Yeah, oh God, so funny. I just think it's funny. You know, you've got to do it as fast as you can. Oh, Stop what, spelling the map. But what a fool. Obviously, he'd spell- he obviously couldn't pronounce the first one probably and decided to spell it. 
and then he just goes. He's going to have to spell everyone. Topography. T-O-P. T-O-P. It's amazing what you can get done in 30 seconds. Thanks for that, Tarrant. Not helpful at all. What that guy needed instead of phoning a friend was a, a coughing accomplice. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> it's me! What was that guy's name? Uh, Major Charles Ingram. It's uh, I love that story so much because the characters in it just sound like a the plot to a very poor sort of detective novel. You watched the documentary on it, didn't you? I did, yeah. It was, it was a documentary about how they caught him. Yeah. Uh, was it Ma- Ma- Major Charles Ingram? Major, Major Charles Ingram was the competitor and he, he, uh, he had an accomplice in the in the audience who was coughing, <clears throat> whose name was Tarquin something. That's why it's like, they've all got funny names, they're all like really upper class yeah. um, thieves. And um, yeah, so this documentary, they were talking about how they got him and like they interviewed another guy who was... You know, the the panels they do for the fastest finger first. He was another competitor who didn't get on. Um, and he was saying, like, he, st- he started to notice something was weird. Like, every time they read out the questions, it would be a cough. And he thought, like, I'm going to really, really listen here. Because uh, he knew the answer to one of the questions. So he, he was telling me in the documentary, like, how he did it. And, he went, and they read out the answers. And then I heard it. Cough. Bang. Gotcha. <laughs> it was just the way he said it. Like, really, yeah. Uh, cough. Bang. Gotcha. That's such a brilliant catchphrase. I wish that was my catchphrase. You could make it your... I mean, we could make it the catchphrase of the show. Cough. Bang. I was going. I was actually thinking <laughs> um, what we should call the listeners, and I'm thinking potheads. Potheads, yeah. So, um, you're listening, potheads. Yeah, we should call them potheads. Yeah. Gotcha. Do you remember the gotchas uh, off Noel's house party? Yeah. That's another thing that you were well into, isn't it, Noel's house party? Wait till I get you up. What was your favourite gotcha? There's, a, there's one with John Berger. Obviously, could, that was your favourite. We can get all of that. We'll, we'll, yeah, that's something we could look at in a, in a future yeah. episode, Potheads. It's, it's hard to find things like that. You think everything's on YouTube, but there's not like full shows of Noel's no. and stuff I've looked. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt. But, uh, so it's, you know. If they started showing Noel's House Party again, like if they started showing it on repeat on like Quest or something, mm. would you watch them? Yeah. Would you watch them all? Yeah. Oh. Great. I used to really like Wait Till I Get You Home because I really liked the prizes they'd get. Yeah. But they could choose like two things. We, I remember me and brother were always like, oh, what, what are they going to choose? What are they going to choose? Oh, yeah. they've chosen a skateboard, idiot. Idiot! They could have had a Mega Drive. Could have had a Mega Drive. Ooh. Could have had a Mega Drive. Blobby is genuinely funny. Like, what? Blobby is funny. Yeah, he is. I've told you before about my, I think I've said it on this show about what I find funny about Blobby. Just the fact that there's a man inside, mm. and the man inside is acting as a buffoon, mm. but then there's a certain point where his buffoonery just becomes like accidental, almost like he's pretending to fall down some stairs, but then he's actually falling yeah, downstairs. Yeah. And it, even as a kid, I found that hilarious. Yeah, she's got a quite warped mind, I think. Yeah. Should we do the competition? Yes, please. Okay, so competition time again. No entries for the last podcast. Mm. Uh, I think it was. Too hard. It wasn't. It was Stuart Bingham. So, it's a pop. (laughs) I I thought it was quite easy. Well, you knew the answer. You put it together. You didn't know what... I didn't know. Well, you can see if you you can guess this one, because you haven't heard this. No, I haven't. So, let's play it. I like to take part in the competition. It's just one player. You've got to guess who it is. Okay. This is it. Well, my earliest memory of Snoop has to be the day I first played, which was Christmas Day, when I was eight years of age. Came downstairs all expecting as far the Christmas bean. No, 
I wanted a Commodore 64 computer and I that couldn't afford one, so... That's it. Can you guess who it is? Don't say it, obviously. No, I don't know who that is. No idea. I could probably think about it a bit more. Okay. But I don't know. Okay. My head. Well, if anyone does know who's listening to any potheads out there... <laughs> I like the way you go, and that was Christmas Day when I was eight years old! <laughs> That's good. Um... <laughs> Yeah, if you do know, we'll send you a T-shirt if you can figure it out. Just uh, pop us an email. At, um... There's a good bit of dating evidence in there. A bit of what? Oh, date. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Commodore 64. Well, yeah. Probably. He was eight years old and he wanted the Commodore 64. Yeah. That should help you to put an age on this yeah, possibly. character. If you do know, it's uh, snookerpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet us at Emperor of Pot. Yes. Um, but yeah, and, you know, all these T-shirts lie in there. A lion cost us a fortune. They're <laughs> going, falling apart. Shop want, rotten. If anyone wants to buy one as well, also get in contact. Yeah, we'll I'll do a good do you, price. Do a very good price on them. If CJ Dumui wants one, yes. send us a few more DVDs. <laughs> Do you know the home nations that all been named? The, the trophy's been named after different snooker players. Yeah, I know the England one is Steve Davis. Davis. Now the Welsh one was Ray Reardon, and yeah. I was hoping it would be Terry. Oh, Terry! Oh, I wanted to be on that trophy. The Terry Griffiths plate. <laughs> the plate. The Terry Griffiths vase. <laughs> Full of daffodils. Vase of daffodils. Lovely daffs. Uh, yeah, that would be good. But if it was a Terry Griffiths one, well, it'd be a very tall, thin trophy. I think with the. A shock of blonde hair at the top. What do, what do you think he said when he found out that Ray Reardon was going to be named on it? Oh, that Ray Reardon. Always. <laughs> Always stealing my thunder. Something like that, I don't know. Dracula. Bastard. <laughs> Tooth, toothy bastard. <laughs> Dracula bastard. <laughs> Something like that, probably. Yeah, possibly. Um... Davis on the on the English. Yes. Who's the Henry, Scottish? Obviously Henry on Stephen Hendy. And Hurricane Higgins on the Irish. Hurricane Higgins. On the Irish. Okay, so we've got a new feature on the podcast. Um, we've been after features for a while, haven't we? Yeah, this one's called Chinese Whispers. Okay. Now, I was re- I thought I wanted to see how popular the sort of history of the sport was in China. Okay. And I thought I'll look through some like Chinese snooker blogs. All right. Um, and obviously, if you look at like a foreign language website, yeah, uh, Google or Chrome will translate it for you into English. Just using Google Translate. Yeah. It's just like it's like an instant translation. Yeah. Um, but it comes out with some really odd translations. Right. So I found this um, blog. It's called Oya San's blog. Okay. And he talks about loads about the history of the game. He's really enthusiastic about it. And yeah. he gets loads of followers, so I'm guessing it is, you know, they they like the this prestige yeah. of, of snooker in the UK and the history yeah. of the game, which is good. Um but yeah, his 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 takes on some of the um key moments of the uh, uh history of the sport. Um this is how he describes the eighty five final. If you can read this out for me. Eighty five final. Taylor Desperate hit a beautiful long-table, long-range ball into the coffee, and even into the breath and pink basketball ball. (laughs) 
Davis depressed. He could not believe his eyes and body. <laughs> so you get the so idea. Good. So that's just the, the translation. It's really funny. Brilliant. Isn't it? He could not believe his eyes and body. <laughs> There's a bit more there, isn't there? Oh, should I keep going? Yeah. Uh, after that, so it says Davis depressed. He could not believe his eyes and body. I think this is sport. That was in quotation marks. The night after the final, the two were to go drinking. The difference is that Davis drunk as mud. While Taylor has been to the carnival, it may be his life's happiest sleep. <laughs> drunk as mud. <laughs> Couldn't believe his eyes and body. Absolutely drunk as mud. Um, there's another funny bit, if I can find it. Uh, yeah. Him describing when when Bowie Hare met Steve Davis. Yeah. In Romford Dark Ballroom, Sassoon Explosion Head Lad Hearn met Davis, hit it off. His father, Bill, during basic training, always carried a club pressed to his son's head. <laughs> How good is that? Sassoon Explosion Head Lad. That's a great way to that describe Barry Hearn. That is a great Barry way to describe Barry Hearn as an Explosion Head Lad. Um, what does Sassoon mean? I don't know. Sassoon Explosion Head Lad. It's really odd because, I mean... So- if you try and figure out what, what they're getting at, you can get a gist of it. Yeah. But, I mean, it was translating Dennis Taylor's name into Billy Taylor a lot of the time. Billy Taylor. Sometimes well, sometimes it would say Billy Taylor, sometimes it would say Cobra. <laughs> Cobra Taylor or just Cobra? Just Cobra. Cobra. So maybe Dennis Taylor. Maybe his nickname is snake. the Cobra. Chinese snake. The nickname is the Cobra. But uh, th- there's going to be some more of these. It's going to be a feature we'll do. Because, okay, so we, uh, we're calling it Chinese Whispers. Chinese Whispers. I like it. I like it too. <laughs> but I was watching the, it's been the Billiards World Championships and there's been a live feed on oh, YouTube yeah. and it was Clive Everton doing the commentary. And I, I, I had a uh, little look at it. Yeah. And you can see how many people are viewing it at any given time. Yeah. It was only ever about 120, 30. Billiards. Yeah. And never catch up. Well, yeah. It's so laborious. Because yeah. the breaks go on into the thousands. Yeah. Because if you get the balls in the right position, you can just keep scoring points, can't you? Yeah, I don't really know the full rules, but from what uh, Clive Everton was saying in the commentary, um, mm. they've had to keep changing the rules to make it harder and harder, so you can't have like consecutive cannons. or Yeah. And it's just, just to make it a bit more Cause the, competitive. I know, I know, well, it obviously used to be like that you could just get... You could keep doing double kisses. Yeah, yeah. If you got the balls in the right position, like close to the cushion, yeah, yeah. you could just endlessly keep doing a double kiss until until you play it wrong. Yeah, and you play but it for days. Exactly. You could just keep going, just keep getting points and points and points. But I mean, that's why as a game, it's dying out. It's dying out. It's a dying breed. Do you remember when we were at school? Mm. Oh, in the old days, people used to say sit off a lot more. I'm going to sit off somewhere. Like they used to, people used to have a good old fashioned sit off. What are you gonna to do tonight? Oh, I'm just gonna sit off. Stay in, sit off. No one does that anymore. Do they? No one talks about sitting off. People <clears> say, <throat> I think it's been replaced by chill. What are you gonna do tonight? I'm just gonna stay in and chill. Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. Sit ne- off. Netflix and sit off. Like <laughs> sit off and watch Netflix. Yeah. That's. I think we should start a campaign. In fact, I'm starting a campaign now. And I want all the potheads to support this. Yeah, it's called "Bring Back the Sit Off." <laughs> to die guard. I want everyone to sort of just make some time over the next few weeks. Call up a couple of your mates and say, "Do you want to come round to mine and sit off?" I think this is just something you do when you're, when you're a teenager. No, I don't know. I think I think we all do it now. Having a sit off, possibly. Do you know what else has gone out of fashion? 
calling people Stig. <laughs> I think it was Top Gear that got rid of that. Because they took the name Stig and applied it to a dickhead in a helmet. Well, it- a helmet? <laughs> It, it was on the curriculum, wasn't it, at primary school? Stig of the dumb. That's what I pointed to I thought. Yeah, but then every, for, for a long time, it was... Right, my girlfriend's from the Wirral. Yes. Um, and she calls, used to say Steg. Steg? Yeah. No, she got that wrong. And uh, they, her, her older sister and her mate used to try on clothes, and they'd ask each other if it was good or not. They'd say, is it Steg or is it Groove? <laughs> steg or Groove? <laughs> I love that. Uh, every time I think about it, it makes me laugh. Steg. I sometimes say Ooh, it to her. Like, steg, when I'm though. going out, I go, what do you think? Steg or groove? <laughs> She'll be like, ooh, steg. Don't uh, go out like that. You've never told <laughs> me that before. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I'm going to start using it with you. Steg or groove? Steg. But yeah, we used to, yeah it was obviously stig, because it's stig of the dump. Yeah. Not steg. See, I think they just got that wrong. Misheard it. Yeah, so things we need to bring back. This is my official campaign. It's big like children break. in need this. Big break. Big break. Yeah. Big break. The sit-off. The sit-off. And calling people a stig. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Check back next month for more snooker discussions. Goodbye. Selector.